Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Hitters FPL podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our brand new intro. Classic music, you know, I love it. Uh, but we're going to get on with today's episode, uh, which is looking at Game Week 23. Uh, first things first, we now have Instagram. So go follow us on that at Big Hitters FPL on Instagram, as well as obviously YouTube and Twitter. Um, another thing is, you might have tuned into our live stream on Tuesday. Didn't go very well. I had some technical issues, so sorry about that. Uh, we're going to fix them straight after this. And me and Jake will be back for a live stream on Saturday. Unfortunately, Ludo can't make it. But we'll do a Game Week 23 deadline stream on Saturday, so watch out for that. Uh, and let's look at some fancy. Before we look at fancy, actually, I want to ask you guys, what do you think of some of the... VAR decisions of this weekend. Um, Controversial, well, no? I think so. Um, well, I'm going to say the Southampton match. I think the first red card was definitely a red card. Mm-hmm. Jankowitz. Poor guy. Premier League debut. I know. Yeah. 90 seconds in or something. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think Bednarek was um, a red card. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, I know you're looking something from the Arsenal game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really see much contact in the David Luiz um, incident. I thought that uh, it's a difficult one because it's hard to see if there is contact. And there might be the slightest of contacts. And the problem is, if there's the slightest of contact, then it is a red. But yeah. if it is a red, I wouldn't... Uh, I can see this decision getting turned around this... Um, they they're appealing for it, Arsenal, and yeah, the second the sec the second red is a red. You, yeah, you can't just but, rush. Yeah. You can't just rush out of your box just like that. A bit of an idiotic yeah. going from there, but yeah, um, I um I do think that the David Luiz was a red card because I think um William Jose he had the ball under control, he was clean through on goal, and I think David Luiz just about clipped him on the back, so he he made a challenge. And he was about to score. So I think that was a red. The only difference with Martial, I think this is pretty much what Alan Shearer said, but Martial didn't have the ball under control and he was already on the way down. So I don't think that was a red. Mm, I think that's incredibly harsh. It does make for quite a funny read about uh, Ednarek's fantasy total for this week. I know. Solid minus seven. Uh, I think yeah. quite a few people captained him as well. No, I, I was looking for some funny bad teams who like to captain Ednarek. Uh, Back to Arsenal, though. See, I'm an Arsenal fan, obviously, so I'm going to have some bias. But funnily enough, the first time I saw it, my reaction was, that's a red card, that's a penalty, game over, pretty much. But because, for me, it looked like David Luiz had made contact and he'd done it with intent. But uh, I've looked back on it and I can't see the intent or really the contact. And... I think there's a rule. There's a rule which is double jeopardy, where if there is, if he's gone for the ball, which David Luiz didn't, but if he's gone for the ball, then it can't be both. If it, it, it's penalty but not a red, or a red but not a penalty, but isn't that just a stupid rule? Because I was watching their BT commentary afterwards, and they were saying how so David Luiz nicked him tiniest, tiniest little bit on his knee. And got a red card, but if he'd have slid into him, then he would have got a yellow. Yes, yeah, that's a ridiculous rule, I think. Yeah, I think the referee had pressure to give the red card because 
you know, you see a player go down like that, you see perhaps, perhaps the slightest of contacts, not sure really. I haven't looked at it en enough times to judge, but yeah, again, it's a, it's another controversial decision which VAR should be clearing up and okay, we should not that's, that's the point and, of VAR. And we should not be having these discussions like this now. If VAR's been introduced, then it's quite frankly, there should be no that uh, is should be literally nothing. the purpose of VAR to cut out these this, this referee yeah. errors. Yeah. Such a joke when you see these. Yeah. And Che Adams, he scored against uh, United. Yeah, that and was, he was literally that oh was god. Big. I mean, offside's offside. If he's offside by a millimeter, he is offside. Yeah. But I swear he even wasn't. I swear he was in line. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, weird one. Much. It, was a, it was a close one. Yeah, it was a close one. Yeah. Okay, we'll look at some happier topics. We'll look at some fantasy football. So let's bring up the PowerPoint and let's look at our teams. Yeah, a lovely PowerPoint. Okay, let's go. Oh, yeah. Also, as you can see in the top left corner there, we have a private league in FPL. So let's join that. The code is 01TOQK. Uh, so make sure you join that. That's good fun. Uh, Ludo, who's, who's top of the league at the moment? Uh, top of the league is, I hate to say it, but it is Noah Mitchell. Hey, uh, that's what and, you like to hear. Yeah, I mean... Only yeah. by one point. I mean, it's it's, it's just close, yeah. it's it's just started, so there's obviously going to be lots of turnarounds and stuff. Look, it's going to be... It's looking like a really fun league to, yeah. to enter, so make sure you do if you aren't already in it. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at Jake's game week 22. Um, yeah, so it went pretty well. So it's going to be 25 points above the average because cash will come off my bench for, for Fana. Um, I guess the only bad thing is my captain choice. I think. I mean, I picked the second worst player in my whole team to have captained. Only two players blank and I had to pick Salah. Um, yeah, so not great. I mean, I had it on... I brought Salah in this week, especially for Brighton. And I had my uh, captaincy on Gundogan. So he would have got 16 points and had Sterling, who also got eight points, I think. So I would have got 85 or something. But anyway, um, yeah, not too bad. Fernandez um, hopefully is back in form. Um, yeah, because he got what, a goal and two assists and all three bonus, I think, and a clean sheet. Yeah. Um, yeah, Madison, two assists and two bonus. And then Suchek with a goal and two bonus. So, yeah. You never really know with Suchek. Um, I always liked to play him. Um, but, yeah, it's it's um, it's tough to know whether what to do with him. And then my um, strikers, Watkins with a goal and Bamford with an assist, both doing all right, I think. Yeah, just... And Guaita, not a great decision to bring him in this week. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, good week. And Ludo? Um, quite a solid week on the whole. Um, nobody blanked except my captain, which is which is disappointing. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I think it's the first time this season that almost everybody has performed. Um, quite happy with that. Uh, Fafana, obviously, out for a long time. I don't really want to replace him right now because I am on a hit already. 
Um, but as you can see, Rudiger will play tonight. And um, again, a brace from Rudiger would, is always, um, would always, um, would always be good. Um, but other than that, you know, good front line. I'm very happy with Antonio. He gets loads of chances. Uh, not too clinical, but yeah. Um, overall, a really, a really good week. Yeah, it's funny though how nobody blanks except Salah and yeah. Cabana, and yet you end up with sixty-six points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, if if I hadn't brought in Salah, I would have captained Fernandez. I had him in my team, and that things would have been different. And yeah. Wait, did you bring really Salah and Fernandez? Yeah. I told you it cost you last week on the oh. bench. You said you had him on the bench against Arsenal. I said it might cost you, which it ended up didn't. Yeah, exactly. But then this week, common decision. Mm. And then I had the pick of the bunch in terms of my week. Uh, again, only two blanks, uh, which was Cresswell and me captain Salah. Um, so, yeah, that is another captain blank on my record. Not looking <laughs> good. I think that's 13 in the 22-game weeks. Not good. Uh, just two blanks, yeah. Uh, Leicester coming up flat. Uh, Calvert Lewin scoring a goal, always nice. Fernandez doing what he does best, scoring penalties. Uh, and then my bench is kind of annoying me because I've got Ducek on there, obviously. And I've got Dinia, who both did better than other people on the pitch, like Salah and Cresswell. Uh, Martinez, a weird one, uh, conceded three goals made six saves and got a bonus point, which was yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, the City trio doing me good, doing me good again. Uh, Bamford, yeah, very happy with this week. Uh, and that is game week 22. Got some hot topics here, which are, which we'll talk about. So let's go back to Zoom. Um, one of those hot topics was Ludo's spotlight pretty obvious choice this week isn't it uh yeah i mean it's uh liverpool versus man city a uh, big game and uh i think that obviously if liverpool don't win then i don't think they're going to win the title personally i think man city will win the title but you know if if they lose against um if liverpool lose then i guess their chances are narrowed um, but in terms, you know, there are also some good fixtures at the bottom, Burnley versus Brighton. Um, yeah, Manchester United versus Everton as well. Um, and I think it will, it will all also be interesting to see Spurs versus West Brom. I look forward to seeing Spurs tonight um, mm -hmm. without Kane because we saw Son struggle without him. Um, and against West Brom, um, I th I th I'm, you know, I'm very impressed by Brighton at the moment. Um, they won against uh, Liverpool and Tottenham back-to-back, uh, -back, I think. Um, yeah, and, you know, so, there's some really tight fixtures in there. So uh, it was a hard choice, but obviously, you know, when you see Man City-Liverpool, you can't ignore that. Um, yeah. I think City have only lost one of their last four games against Liverpool. 
So, yeah. and they're, they're the team in form at the moment. So, it, it kind if of, City do, it looks like they're going to run away with it. It kind of begs the question because I'm sure the vast majority of FPL managers have City double or trio, us included. And you see a fixture which is Liverpool away and you immediately bench them. But is there a case to be made for playing two defenders from Man City, playing Sterling against I mean, a weak Liverpool team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, obviously Diaz will come on for Fafana. Um, that's just, I've put him on the bench anyways because just a bit of mind games, um, just in case, you know, people are saying, oh yeah, you got, you got, 70 points or something like that and then but I've got 17 points coming off the bench uh, but yeah I think I think uh, Man City have been the best team in the league defensively and offensively personally and they've got some tough fixtures coming up but um, they've got like West Ham uh, Man City uh, so, Spurs, um, but to be honest, I can see them keeping clean sheets, and I think John Stones and Diaz's partnership is very is very good. Well, yeah, John uh, Stones not certain to start, but yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know they offer both attacking threats, um, and often end up in the bonus system as well. Um, so yeah. What was quite interesting was Pep's lineup uh, this game week, where he went for three centre backs, went for Laporte, Stones, and Diaz. So maybe that could nail Stones a bit more. Yeah, possibly. And I think I will be playing Diaz this week against Liverpool because they have been struggling to score goals recently, and City have been so strong at the back. Yeah, I mean. Possibly, but I, I don't think they'll be playing three at the back, personally. I th well, um, this app called LiveScore stated that Laporte was playing as a left-back. I'm, I'm not sure. Perhaps they opted for somebody who's a big central defender again, coming up against some, you know, Burnley players, which, you know, people like Ashley Barnes... Not sure if you played, but Ben me, you know, some really physical players, and they didn't want somebody like Zinchenko, perhaps, you know, mm -hmm. um, going up against them. And I think Laporte offers some security, but also I think that um, I, th I think that Pep has a bit of pressure on of playing Laporte because you know he's a he's a, he's a big signing. Uh, everybody's got high expectations, so he feels he feels the pressure. But you know, I, I guess competition is good. And at the moment, I think it would be harsh for Stones and Diaz to get dropped. They've been both, you know, together they've been like a brick wall. Yeah, just extra on playing five at the five at the back. Um, I don't think that would suit City at all because five at the back is almost a counter-attacking formation, and I think City much rather break down teams sitting in front of them rather than playing on the counter-attack. They have most of the possession and I don't think playing five at the back would suit them. Yeah, I, agree. I think I think if you've got Stella coming down your right wing, I don't think you want to have Laporte 
I think yeah. you want to have someone like maybe Cancelo switch over to the left. Yeah. You'd want someone who can stop Stella and Laporte. Yeah, I mean, mm. yeah. Um, okay, then let's... I wanted to talk about... I think you touched on them, but the team who are... The unlikely team who are in form is Brighton, of course. Four clean sheets in their last four games, including clean sheets against Tottenham and Liverpool. Quite a strange one there. Any Brighton defenders on your radar? Um... I think it's just a matter of form. I don't really think, you know, I think they've been really well organised, but, you know, when when they're going to come, I mean, Liverpool have been sloppy, to be honest. And Spurs, you know, without Kane on, aren't too great. I mean, I hope I'm not speaking too early. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, they've been really solid, but... I want to see Brighton play a man, a Man City team. It's, yeah, and yeah. you know, yeah. So I think it's 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 a bit of a risk putting them in because it's going to be, you know, they could lose their form immediately. But you know, they're yeah. they're on the, they're on a good start, and I think the relegation battle is going to be fascinating. And yeah. to be honest, I can see Sheffield United staying up. Yes, definitely. I mean, if they're They've picked up their form recently. And just going back to Brighton, um, they, Brighton have got a couple of decent fixtures. They've yeah, very Burnley, good. Crystal Palace and West Brom in their next four. And um, Tariq Lamptey's due back on the 22nd of Feb. So if he's fit to play then, um, I think he's a decent option if Brighton keep up their form. Yeah, exactly. Personally, if there's one Brighton player that stands out at me, it's actually their goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very cheap, isn't he? He's 4.4 million. And, you know, lots of saves. You know, even even perhaps when he plays a team like Liverpool, Man City, he might not keep a clean sheet, but he will get you save, save points. So, yeah. And do we want to talk about uh, some upcoming potential double game week? Jake no, he has got some rumours to tell us. Not, not really. That's man. Go on, Jake. Um, there might be. There's a possibility that there'll be a double game week in twenty four. Uh, game week twenty four. Um, with I don't think it will be a big one. Just a few double games. Uh, and then I think it's pretty likely that there'll be one in game week twenty six, and then a Belanking game week twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of planning. Um. Especially with no chips. Yeah, especially mm. with no chips as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, fixture postponements due to COVID have, um, you know, have created more double game weeks than usual. Um, but, you know, it's always nice to have double game weeks, something different, something more exciting. Yeah. It's those blank game weeks that are really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. When you've when when you've got a double game week, there's always a bit of a consequence bracket. Uh, yeah. A big the, blank um, game week. I think no, you said that if there's only a couple of games playing in the double game week, uh, sorry, in the blank game week, you said two games or something. Yeah. Um, then I don't know. It'll be. Um, I think because obviously you can only have three players from each team, so I don't think there'll be. As in overall, compared to other people, I don't think there'll be that big a consequence because yeah. there are only a couple of games. But if there were like 
four or five games, then I think there would be. Well, what it's looking like right now is there's one fixture which will definitely go ahead in game week 29. This is thanks to Ben Crellin on Twitter. Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's done all the spreadsheets and everything. And one team that are definitely, two teams that are definitely playing is Fulham Leeds. Seeing as they've both been knocked out of the FA Cup, so they will both be playing in game at 29. I think that's the only match that's confirmed, but then... You've and got the West Ham a- Arsenal are pretty likely. Yeah, and then you've got a big FA Cup fifth round coming up, which will decide all of that. Yeah. yeah. So that's one to look out for. And I guess the final thing before we reveal our teams for this week is captaincy pick. I mean, there's not, there are not too many this week, to be honest, because, you know, the two biggies, I guess mm-hmm. biggies, you know, um, uh, Man City and Liverpool clashing together. Um, I think, you know, I think people will have to think twice before captaining Son without pain. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think Matt, I think Bruno Fernandez will be the safe pick. Um, yeah. But you know that there's some good differentials like Antonio versus Fulham, um, Nick Bamford. Pope versus Brighton, uh, Bamford versus Crystal Palace, Dawson against Fulham. I mean, <laughs> you know, to be honest, if he scored two goals in his last three games, I think, if I'm not wrong. And then we've got Rudiger against Sheffield United. So I think it's going to be, I think it's, there's going to be a, a large variety of, of different captain picks which people are going to, to pick. So yeah. it's going to be interesting how people think. And yeah. Yeah, like you said, I do think Fernandez is probably the safe option. But like we saw with Salah blanking against Brighton, before getting braced against West Ham. So you never know. None of the big players at the moment are currently consistently in form. Yeah. So it'll be be a a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking at Bruno Fernandes and I'm leaning towards him, but I think the major differential for me is Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting so many chances. Um, Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, okay, then let's reveal our teams with me going first. So, this is my team. Uh, I've made a four hit, which is uh, Pope and Pope and Antonio in for Forster and Kane. Uh, not Kane. Yes, Kane. Not Kane? Uh, Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin, yes. Calvert-Lewin and Forster out. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, I've got three players in the Manchester Liverpool. I'm very tempted to play Stones. Just have a feeling that there's a very likely clean sheet for Man City there. But I'm not yeah. convinced yet. Uh, yeah. Apart from that, I'm happy. I'm happy with Pope. Uh, that should be a nil-nil, really, shouldn't it? Brighton, yeah. certainly. Uh, Diaz, Cresswell, Justin, solid back line. Zuchek, Salah, Madison, Sterling, Fernandez, captain. Not too bad. And then a very good attack with Bamford and Antonio. Yeah. So I think I've got a good team there. What do you think? Um, yeah. 
yeah, I think it's pretty all right. Um, just one thing that we all forgot to mention. Um, Noah's night of nil-nil didn't quite go to plan. Well, <sighs> there were a lot of red cards. That's what I'm going to say. Four red cards Yeah. in those four matches. There were more goals per match on that night than there were on the Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I was very wrong there. I mean, I guess that 9 nil. <laughs> Oh yeah, kind of uh, yeah, the balance. Kind of yeah. dipped. <laughs> Got about that. Yeah. Uh, so also, I wanted a nil-nil from that West Ham Villa game. That didn't go very well either. Uh, but yeah, that's my team. Uh, how about Jake's team? Um, yeah. So I've not made any transfers this week. Um, I was thinking of bringing uh, Luke Shaw in for Fafana now that he's out for, what, four or five weeks or something. Um, but I've decided, seeing as it's against Everton, um, I'm not convinced that United will keep a clean sheet because they're not, they're not great at the back. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to hold out on that and probably um, save my transfer for next week so I can have two. And then um, I'll probably be on a four hit next week um, transferring Fabianski out so I can bring Antonio in, I think I've already got three West Ham players. And then Kane will be leaving at some point while he's injured. Um, yeah, at the moment I've got captaincy on Fernandez, which I'll probably stick with. And then, yeah, I've also got three players from the City-Liverpool match, Gundogan, Stones and Salah. Um, I think that'll be an interesting, interesting one. It's a tough one to call. Uh, I've got Madison in my team as well and Suchek, who you never know. Um, and then up top, Bamford against Crystal Palace and Watkins against Arsenal, which yeah. I think are both good options. If I remember correctly, Watkins, he didn't think against Arsenal. I can't remember. Did, is that the match he got three assists? No, Watkins no. against Arsenal, that was a brace. A brace, yeah. Yeah. A brace and an assist, I think. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't like yeah. to remember that game. Uh, I, I, remember, nice game. I remember that clearly when, as soon, can you remember? I remember having the conversation with Noah where he had scored a brace, but but then I was like, I'm gonna transfer him in, and then he was he 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 keeps on criticising me how I you know when a player does well, bring him in. Um, okay, okay, fine, fine. Yeah, that was a good shout. Um, yeah, and you know he's he is paying off Watkins to be honest. Yeah. You know, the goal. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Nice. Uh, nice team, Jake. I'm looking at a bench. It's hurting my eyes, the amount of red. Oh, well, yeah. It's not like I'm going to need them. Uh, right now. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. They'll be fair leaving enough. this week anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, rolling the transfer. Nice. Um, and Ludo. Um, yeah. Um, I've got, at the moment, it's automatic. It automatically has put the armband on Rashford, but I might have some second thoughts. Um, as I said, I might be captaining Antonio. Quite happy with that uh, three, uh, three at the front. But to be honest, um, I'm quite. I think that once you know Kane returns, and I I could up get Kane and then play five in midfield because I'm bringing Suchek because I, I just think that Suchek keeps on he keeps on 
delivering. I mean, for for how much is he now? Five point five, is he? Or yeah. I mean, he is blanking one game, but then getting a brace, another, getting an assist. So yeah. Um, but, three goals in his last three um, games. Yeah, I like that. Uh, United double up. Who've then got Newcastle and West Brom. And I'm going to have Diaz coming off the bench. And I'm looking at Arsenal Leeds. And I'm looking at somebody like Saka. I really want to play Saka because I feel like even Smith Rowe would do the job. I feel like, you know, midfielders against Leeds really have, you know, they're going to be looking at that game and literally they're going to... I mean, the amount of space you find against Leeds... You know, to, but to be honest, you know, I, I don't that you know that could be viewed as a negative. But to be honest, Leeds are really like every time, even if they're playing like a team like Burnley, you you you're always interested in Leeds playing. I mean, it it's fascinating. They really just attack, attack, attack until the ninetieth minute. I think Stuart Dallas is actually a brilliant option at the moment. Not yeah. that he's been keeping many clean sheets, but he's now playing in almost a cam position. Yeah. So he's got lots of opportunities to score, and he's got a good shot, and he'll get bo- um, he'll get clean sheets. Yeah. Definitely a good option there. Uh, okay, so that's it for the teams, and that's almost it for the show. Obviously, the big game tonight. Uh, not not tonight. There is a big game tonight. Spurs Chelsea predictions. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a nil-nil. I'm going for 2-0 Chelsea. I think, you know, without Kane. Um, but, you know, to be honest, I think Hudson-Odoi could could become a fantasy asset because Tuchel really likes him and he's literally got so many... He's hit the post. He's assisted Aspilicueta. He, he looks really threatening and... You know, he does his defensive duties as well. But I'd also be looking at somebody like Marcus Alonso, who might be starting. And, and you know, he's got a really good record against Tottenham. And I think Timo Werner might break, break his uh, sort of bad. I mean, like we said last week, I still think it's too early. And you say that every week, Ludo. <sighs> Literally. Oh, Timo Werner's going to break his drought this week. Nah. No, I think it's either going to be this week or against Newcastle. So not this week not, or next week. Or no, next no, week, or next no, week, or next not week. not not, not, week. A, not against Sheffield United, but or next against week him. or or next week. Yeah, or the, or the um, very next week. Uh, I'm with Jake. I'm going no, no. And then the other big game this weekend uh, is the City Liverpool predictions for that one. Um, I think City will edge it. Probably. I think it's gonna, gonna. I think it's gonna be a one-all draw. I'm going for a bit more than a city edge. I'm going for a city thrash. I'm going for a three-nil. Yeah, I mean, I think not last time, but the time before, City beat Liverpool four-nil. Oh, yeah. Can I just say? That's a crazy game. Mark my yeah. words, but Klopp will get sacked, and Steven Gerrard will replace him. <laughs> no, not next week. It's it's just written all. It's written all over the place. 
Uh, I'll have to disagree with you on that one. Big statement. Big statement. Okay, then. So that's the end of the show. We've got some good fixtures coming up this weekend. We've got Villa Arsenal. This is on Saturday. Uh, Villa Arsenal, Burnley Brighton, Newcastle, Newcastle Southampton, Fulham West Ham, United Everton, Spurs West Brom, uh, Wolves Leicester, Liverpool City, Sheffield United, Chelsea and Leeds Palace. The deadline is, of course, 10.30. Uh, me and Jake will be up nice and early for a deadline stream starting at 10. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page so you don't miss out on that. Uh, follow us on Twitter, YouTube and Instagram as well. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, that's the end of the Game Week 23 episode. Bye-bye.